Welcome to Ressa's Take. I'm so glad you're here. Each week, we will tackle some common challenges that we all often experience in life, and I'll share my take on the topic, along with some of my learnings from my own experiences. This is all about navigating life together and unlocking our best selves one conversation at a time. Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Ressa, here. I hope you're having a great Friday. Thank you for joining me today. Whether you're listening in during your commute, maybe you're having your first cup of coffee for the day, working out, or wherever you may be, thank you for tuning in. And if this is your first time listening to Ressa's Take, welcome. The first episode before this was actually me sharing more about my background. So if you're interested in hearing that, listen back to that episode after this one. For today's topic, we're going to talk about navigating your late 20s and early 30s. I mentioned this to a couple of friends when I was talking about different topics that I wanted to discuss on this podcast. And when I talked about this one, there was a lot of feelings like, girl, yes. I think we all just kind of felt like it's not something that's talked about enough. And the period of your 20s is just such a transformational period, or it can be. But also because of that, it comes with so much like undue pressure. So for example, 30 is set as a milestone birthday year. And I get it. Most birthdays, when you reach a new decade of life, are milestones, right? Like 40, 50, 60, et cetera. Except for our 20s. Our 20s, at least in the U.S., we skip 20 and we only care about 21 because that's when we can actually drink, which apparently that's enough to be a milestone, which says something about society. Um, But anyway, I'm off track. Okay. Um, So 30 is set as such a milestone year and it's almost like it's set as a peak. Well, at least that's how it felt for me. It feels when you're in your 20s as if the purpose of that decade of your life is to prepare you for 30 and beyond. There's this unspoken or sometimes spoken But this unspoken expectation that you should have an established career, you should be making hella money, you should be married, you should have at least one child, you should probably be planning for your second, you should be physically fit, you should have some hobbies. And it's like, let's be for real. When you listen to all the things I just listed, right? Like, let's be for real in terms of having that all sorted by 30. And then with that, there's this pretend rising acceptance of people, you know, this acceptance of people that are choosing a different path or going about their lives different than society's norms. And I say pretend because to me, that's honestly how it feels. Let me give some examples. There's this empowerment and support for women who prioritize their careers. But when 30 rolls around, there are subtle reminders of her biological clock as if she wasn't aware of that without you reminding her. Then there's this rising acceptance of real bodies and not needing to be super thin, which is great, unless you're close to 30 or over 30 and single, because suddenly now it's as if that's going to impact your ability to find love. There's this openness to people exploring their career interests and finding something that aligns with their purpose and their passions. But once you reach 30 or you're into your 30s, now your exploration is interpreted as you're having some type of identity crisis. How did 30 get so much power? And on top of these societal expectations, there are just natural growing pains that come with this time period 
of our lives. I mean, think about it. We just became adults at 18. We're just finding our way. We're just figuring out all these things, whether we go to college or we're just shifting into adulthood. There's so much we're sorting out in that time period. Let's take careers as an example. There's this feeling for many people that by your mid to late 20s, you have to have identified what you want to do for the rest of your life as your career. And if you're in your 30s and you're still figuring it out, you suddenly feel like you've fallen behind. This is also an age where relationships are now about more than just the chemistry the two of you have. In your early 20s, it it may feel a bit more acceptable or okay to date someone because of how they make you feel, even if their life situation might be a little bit chaotic or maybe a little um, unestablished, if you will. Um, But as you get deeper into your 20s and especially into your 30s, you start to take a bit of a pause and you start to realize how important it is to make sure that you and your partner are on the same page when it comes to things like finances, as an example, uh, making sure that they have reliable, unsteady work, that they have some level of ambition, that they support you and your ambitions. And also, when you're thinking about your future with someone, there is that question of whether or not they want a family someday or not. As you get older, these are now decision points because if you're not aligned there, how can you make that work? And honestly, starting a family in general is another thing that not all, but many may think about. If you do, you know, want to have kids someday, you may start contemplating what that means for you as you get deeper into your 20s. You may start feeling pressure about the things you need to do or how you might need to prepare or the things you need to have in in line in your life in order for that to happen. Or if you don't want to have children someday, You may be experiencing these feelings of balancing pressure from others in feeling like you need to explain yourself in why you don't want to have kids, even though you absolutely do not need to explain yourself because it is no one's business but yours. It is a level of pressure that, you know, it's not fair, but it is very real for a lot of people as they're getting older, as they're moving through their 20s into their 30s. You know, when are you getting married? Are you going to have any kids? Please do not ask anyone these questions unless, you know, you have a relationship with them where you know the context of their life and these questions will be understood and well-received. Because first of all, it is absolutely none of your business. You know, there are some people that would love to have children. They would love to be a mother or a father. And maybe for some reason they're unable to. Someone could be dreaming of getting married, and every time you ask them why they're not married yet, it just reminds them of how their dream hasn't come true. The amount of people that ask me these questions that have no right to know is genuinely infuriating. Sometimes it seems as if because people know you in one aspect of your life, they just assume they have the right to ask you anything, and you absolutely don't. So if this is something you do, ma'am, sir, whoever is listening, please stop. If you don't know and you have to ask, it is either none of your business or they didn't tell you for a reason. So do not add on to all of the pressures that people may be going through by asking these questions that you shouldn't be asking to begin with. Okay, let me stop and get off that soapbox real quick because I started to get a little spicy. Um, Let me get back on track. I just think it's so important that we 
think not about the things that we want to know, but actually think about how that might impact the person that we're actually asking this to. Like, anyway. Okay, let me go back. So, and then another one of the growing pains of this period of our lives is this pressure of aging, especially as women. And, you know, we could spend the next 20 minutes talking about this one, but I won't. Um, Let me tell you something. Teenagers these days have a better skincare routine than I do and probably than I ever will. It literally is so wild to me. Like just scrolling through Instagram and I'm just like, are you not 16? Like what wrinkles? What is going on? But there's just such a fear of aging. The amount of like filters that we use on social media and I am guilty of using the filters, right? Like if we think back to episode one, your girl is navigating all of those things with the self-esteem. So, and it's not that there's anything wrong with using filters, right? It's like, it's not bad. It's just, it adds to some of the pressures of feeling like your natural face is not good enough. So let's fix it real quick to be appealing or whatever. So that, you know, that is definitely one other area. I just feel like there's just so much these days that's focused on making you look younger, smoothing out your skin, preventing wrinkles, and it's just an extra layer of pressure as you're navigating your 20s into your 30s to always look young because you feel like for some reason people look at the age of 30 as old, which is wild, right? And it's like, let me prep my skin and let me get all these things together ahead of that. And yes, of course, take care of your skin. I'm not saying that like none of that matters, but it's just sometimes it feels like there's such a hyper focus on like, oh my God, I can't get old. And it's just like we need to slow down a little bit. Fortunately, I have my mother's skin and I am pretty blessed with not experiencing wrinkles too much yet on my face. But I remember the first time, it was a year and a half ago, when I noticed wrinkles on my neck. And I literally remember I was washing my face and I just like was rinsing my face and looked up and I like literally took a step back and then I leaned in forward. And I just had this whole moment like, oh my God, it's happening. Oh my God, it's happening. And I just, I had like this rush of feelings where it's like, I shouldn't be upset about this. This is a part of life. But oh my gosh, this is how it starts. What do I do now? And it's funny though, because you would think, right, after having that whole spiral that I would have some like super good skincare routine, your girl still does not have it together, okay? Like I really need to get on that. But anyway, I'm just saying like, it was this moment where it was all I could see every time I looked in the mirror. And I still am just like, I'll look at my neck like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I got to lotion that. I'll have to get some oils or something. But anyway, it's just this pressure of aging on top of all of these other life pressures. And aging is natural. Like it is normal. It is going to happen. You know, like we just have to learn to accept some of these things. But it's just that extra pressure that we have in addition to all of these other things about getting older and things that we need to have, how we need to look, all of that. It's just another piece there. And friendships, another area where that is often impacted during this transformative stage of our lives in our 20s and 30s. Similar to what I shared earlier regarding relationships, um, the same happens with friendships. I kind of feel like your 20s are sometimes where your friendships get tested. Tested may be harsh to say, but what I mean is your friendships from high school often get tested when you go to college, if you do, or just in general, as you start to shift into adulthood. 
And then your friendships from your 20s, whether from college or otherwise, start to get tested as you become a more established adult, as your interests and priorities may change with your age or, you know, based on your career or your family status. And sometimes your friendships may grow apart and not even like with ill will. You just grow in different ways and over time might have less in common. And that's hard. Friendship breakups are like relationship breakups. They're not easy at all. And the last growing pain I'll mention um, before I talk a little bit about my experience and share some tips with y'all is this weird pressure for luxury, which I feel like is a little new, maybe over the last like decade or so. But it feels like once you're an adult with a job, there's this silent expectation to be living it up. Like you should be traveling the world. You should have a nice car. You should have a nice modern apartment or house. And I specifically say modern because I feel like there's like this unspoken thing if your kitchen doesn't look like super up to date or like your apartment doesn't look up to date or you don't have nice hardwood floors, like there's just something about that aesthetic that I feel like people silently judge. And if you do have stainless steel appliances and granite countertops and like, you know, really modern things, it's like, it's as if you've leveled up in life. It It's really bizarre. But this is what I mean by this being this like weird pressure because let's be honest, like new apartments are ridiculously expensive, like ridiculously expensive. Like there are some apartments that cost more than my mortgage. And I'm just like, sir, like it just doesn't make any sense, right? But when that pressure gets added on top of all of these other things, it just can create a lot of stress for someone that is navigating and trying to find their way and find out who they are and all of that in their 20s. Part of me feels like social media and reality TV have added to this over the years. And when you think about it, somehow we the things we just discussed are all supposed to happen within like a 10-year time frame. From 20 to 30, you have to have ironed out all of these details in your life and have it all figured out. Like, let's be for real. Your 20s are when you're just starting to come into your own. Are they formative? Yes. Are they tough with some growing pains? Yes. You're just beginning to learn who you are as a person. Some parts of your younger self might actually be fading away. And then there's going to be these new aspects of your life that you're dealing with for the first time, maybe. But should your 20s be focused on figuring out the rest of your life? Absolutely not. It's such an interesting time in adulthood. There are lots of awkward challenges, big decisions, and societal pressures that you have to kind of figure out. And it's a lot to navigate. And needing to find yourself and have your life figured out by 30 is just completely unrealistic. I'm 36, so still coming off of the cusp of the time period that I'm talking about today. But, you know, let some pressure off of yourself. Going into your 30s for me is actually like, some of the best times of my life. And I wish I would have not worried so much about needing to have everything figured out. One of my biggest challenges in my 20s into my early 30s is I feel like I spent way too much time comparing myself to others. Looking at careers, houses, cars, appearances, and I either felt validated because I was doing better. Um. I'm just keeping it real, okay? Like, I either am like, okay, I'm actually doing good for myself. Or I was feeling a ton of pressure to catch up. 
And it is so true when they say comparison is the thief of joy because it's not good, y'all. Like just really trying to find yourself and then comparing that to others, it's just, it's a it's a lose-lose situation. My eyes were too focused on measuring up to others. And I think that comes from, you know, the inner challenges that I talked about last week of not feeling enough at times. And there's this saying that says something like, don't compare your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. And that genuinely is such a good reflection. And sometimes I have to remind myself of that because it really is easy to compare ourselves to others, especially when you're finding your way, when you're just figuring out exactly what it is that you want to do. And if you're doing it right, and if you're where you should be, you look around to see, okay, is are other people far ahead? And that comparison can really set you back. It can really be a challenge that actually isn't helpful at all. The other um, situation when I think about my 20s into my 30s is I don't know if regret is the right word, but I do regret a little bit focusing so much on my career. I don't regret the things that I did, and I'm grateful for how it helped me get to where I am today um, professionally. But I just wish, I guess it's not regret. I just wish I slowed down a little bit. I was so focused on college. I got my associates, then my bachelor's, and then my master's all while working, which was exhausting. Even in undergrad, when I was living on campus, I was still working around 30 hours a week. And it's just really exhausting. While it was worth it and it paid off um, for where I am currently in my career, there definitely were trade-offs. Like, All my friends have kids, and I really hope to one day, but I also recognize that by waiting for later in life, that comes with its own challenges and needing to now navigate that and figure that out. I also wish I slowed down to just have a little bit more fun. Like in college, I was pretty good at balancing that. Like I worked during the day, would take classes, of course. And then would often go out on Friday nights. I would be in the library on Saturday, studying, doing homework, whatever I needed to do. So that way I could still go out on Saturdays. I had the balance of like party and also being studious. But at the same time, it's just like, if you think about after college, for me, it was all about, okay, how can I push forward in my career? What do I need to do? Let me get my master's degree. Let me go and do this. Let me focus on, you know, work, work, work. And I just feel like I wish I would have slowed down. Like I could have been a little less work focused. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Friendships is another area. But what I mean by friendships being a challenge in this, you know, late 20s into your 30s time frame, at least for me, is I just feel like how I connect with people has changed. So like in my 20s, I was cool to go out. I could go out on a Thursday night and go to work the next morning on a Friday, coherent and productive, which would not happen today. Um, But now in my 30s, it's like, do not ask me to go out on a work night. And I definitely need to know who all is going to be there. And I also need to know the parking situation because if it's too far, too complicated, or too expensive is going to be a hard pass for me. Um, like, But I'm just saying like it adds a little bit of who am I going to be able to connect with that we're going to be on the same page with these things. My 30s have become this dilemma where 
I want to have fun, but it's like there's conditions, which is honestly probably a me thing. I probably need to flex here, but um, for purposes of today's topic, it's definitely a shift that I'm seeing from, you know, when I was in my early 20s to as I'm getting older, I'm being a little bit more not cautious, but just mindful of who I'm letting into my life and how I'm navigating those friendships and you know, how I'm connecting with others and all of those things. So despite the little jokey jokes earlier, it it is also on a deeper level of just caring more than it just being friendships that I can have a good time with. But it's like, can we really fulfill each other in other ways? Can I learn things from you? Can we connect on a deeper level than just going out? Because once I was getting into my 30s, I'm just like, I have a good group of girlfriends and like, going out isn't super my thing all the time anymore. So like, if we're going to connect, like what actually are we connecting on? So friendships are a little tricky, but it is just a weird shift. And that's where that also goes back to what we were saying earlier about, you know, friendships that you may have had either coming out of high school or in your early 20s, even that can shift as you get older and either your priorities change, your values change, or just the things y'all are interested in change. So Lots to navigate during that time. As I reflect on my experiences from the last 10 years, from my mid-20s into my mid-30s, there are some reflections that I do want to share with y'all, some recipes that I'm hoping will be helpful. The first one is, your journey is yours to shape. If you pause and reflect on the things that you're focused on or working towards in life, are they things that you truly want? Or is it something that you think is expected of you or that you're expected to want or work towards? If you're following what you want, great. Keep up with that. Keep following that internal nudge because you have to go for what you want. If you're not, don't get stressed out. Just take some time to pause, reflect on why that is. What in your life is causing you to follow someone else's standards for your life rather than your own? Take some time to think about, you know, where you are in life, where you want to be, write that down. And the things that you're focused on and working towards, are they going to help you along that journey? And I'm not saying that you need to literally have where you want to be figured out. We were just talking about how that should not be a pressure that we all have. What I'm saying is just think about the experiences, not the actual path. Like if you were to think five years from now, do you want to be living in a different location learning a new culture or learning a new city. Maybe it's just as simple as you just want to make sure you're happy. Maybe it's working in a job that you feel fulfilled by. That's a starting place to figure out what your broader, bigger picture goals are. And you don't have to have every step figured out along the way, but it's just about remembering that your journey is yours to shape. Do your best to ignore the pressure of others' expectations of you. The next recipe is don't wait to have it all figured out. Just enjoy the journey because you really could miss out on moments that you'll never get back. So how are you spending that time with those that mean most to you? Are you even spending time with those that mean most to you? Are you celebrating your wins? Are you embracing your learning moments? Are you creating space in your day, week, or month to do things that actually make you happy? Work is important, goals are important, but not at the expense of small joys of life. It would be great 
if in five years you've reached some of your goals. But it would also be unfortunate if that was at the expense of things that truly bring you joy. And, you know, when you think about that, there are sacrifices with anything. There's always going to be some level of give and take. This is all about having that balance. It's not good to be too far one way or too far the other. If you have no structure in your life and you have no perspective on what you want to do, it's going to feel real haphazard at times. If you anchor too much in what feels good in the moment. If you are too structured and you have this step-by-step plan and things have to go according to your plan, reality check, things don't always go as to plan. And then you could be suffering from some disappointment there if you anchor too much in that. And then you could also have the challenges of just not experiencing the things that truly bring you joy because you're too focused on five steps ahead. Just try not to be so serious that you forget to slow down. Try not to be so serious that you forget to have fun or that you miss out on the important times with those around you. That is one of my big lessons that I've felt. I just feel like I really could have slowed down a bit because now when I look back, I do feel like there are moments that I missed or moments I could have leaned into more, but I was too focused on the next thing. The next one is learn to filter the opinions while finding your way. What I mean by this is like everyone has opinions about everything. And as we talked about today, the people in your life, likely those closest to you, will have their own thoughts and their own timelines about things in your life. But what do you value? What are your goals? What do you want? Go after that. Like anything else in life, it's important to plan and think ahead. But don't let the pressure of society, your family, your friends, or whoever dictate the pace of your life or the direction of your life. Now, similar to the last point, that said, it's all about balance. So I'm not saying to never listen to friends or family. It is important to hear other perspectives of those closest to you. They bring their own experiences and oftentimes having that outside perspective can help us see things we may be missing because our eyes are so focused on the prize, we may be ignoring things around us. So it is good to bring in the perspectives of those that you trust that are closest to you. I'm just saying it is important to not over-index on the expectations of others at the expense of your own. The last recipe is shift your perspective. If we look at this journey as a series of pressures and growing pains that we talked about earlier, it can feel daunting, it could feel depressing, and it's something we likely will dread. I would encourage you to shift your perspective. Remember, you are young, and life is all about learning. You don't need to have it all figured out, and you may not get it right every time, and that's okay. Your late 20s, your early 30s are such a unique time in your life, and they can really be transformative when we embrace it for what it is and not shy away from it, not get afraid of it, but really just embrace all of those moments. Those years are very complex, and I just felt like we needed to acknowledge this, talk about it, and think about how we can navigate through that together. That's all I have for today's episode. Thank you again for listening in. I really hope that this was helpful or if nothing else, relatable. I look forward to chatting with you all again next week. I hope you have an amazing weekend. God bless. And that's a wrap. Another candid chat among friends. If today's episode resonated with you, hit that follow button, share the episode with your friends, and leave a review. I would love to hear what resonated most and love to hear any of the thoughts that you have on the episode. 
Hope to see you soon. And don't forget to drop your questions or insights on our Instagram at Ressa's Take.